What's up, everyone? Jim Jam here, back again with this gorgeous man, Greg Bennett. He also is the one that created the intro you heard before this, which is phenomenal. Probably the best intro in any podcast ever. All of the internet. Yeah, all of the internet. Fuck Joe Rogan's intro. It's better than that. Yeah. All his is is a noise. Yeah. Mine has singing, talk about ghosts and Bigfoot and ghost tit. No, demon tits. What was it? I think there's some demon tits in there, yeah. Yeah. But uh, what have you been doing, man? Uh, you know, creatively, uh, not not anything in particular. Just, you know, playing around mostly. Well, hell yeah. Well, um, if you want to, well, uh, if you want to do, hey, I can send you stuff your way if you want to be creative. Mainly writing. Mainly writing. Yeah, I, I have been. You know, I tried to uh, pump out some reviews here and there. I've been slacking on doing the metal reviews. Uh, I do have the short story I'm working on. Um, you know, for your guys' next book. Hell yeah, that's gonna be. Uh, by the way, if you uh, you haven't, I don't have the actual book because I sold it to Greg, but. Uh, Actually, he might have it right here where you can just, you can buy the first one, Whispers in the Walls, uh, yeah. on Amazon, but it's linked in the bio. And uh, Greg will be have his story in the next, uh, I guess, uh, series of this book, which it won't be called Whispers in the Walls, but I don't know what it'll be called yet, but it's a cryptid, <clears throat> cryptid short stories. Was you making up your own cryptid or is that? Uh, was that a uh, Craig? Yeah, not not me. I'm going with something a little more traditional to the area. Okay, yeah, I think uh, one of the writers is going to write a, an original. He's making up his own cryptid. So, yeah, that's one thing uh, I do when I want something done. Or yeah, uh, I let let them have full creative control. I'm not going to be the WWE. <laughs> no, I'm not no McMahon in it, huh? I would like to have McMahon's money. <laughs> that, that guy kills me. He just kills me. Greg, we'd be making all kinds of crazy movies if I had the McMahon money. Yeah, you you just rip off enough people, you'll get there. Man, think think about all the crazy shit we could do being a billionaire. We, we probably wouldn't live very long. No, I wouldn't have that much money very long. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> like there's, it, like it's, it's a good thing that uh, I'm not rich. I'm pretty sure it's a. There's a reason I don't have that much money. Probably me though, because I would just, especially uh, when I uh, meditate with my Delta Eight vape pen, I get pretty stupid. <laughs> and I come up with some crazy ideas. And I think I had come up with one last night. Did I send it to you? <laughs> About the uh, Jewish vampires? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I was high when I sent that. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, uh, I come up with some crazy shit when I'm uh, under the influence of, uh, I guess it would be somewhat of a marijuana, I guess. But you could buy this at gas stations is what's crazy. 
Well, look, we're going to we're going to discuss something real quick, because I think you must have been high when you sent me this uh, thing <laughs> about these Lay's potato chips. And it is <laughs> it is look, it is straight up ruined my week. Like I'm I'm legit mad about it. <laughs> I actually want to find them and try them. But no, uh, you, on the other hand, I probably couldn't get you to try them, right? Man, look, dude, that's just, it's just lazy. Like, like, look, I'll give, I'll give everybody some, some background about what we're talking about. So Jim Jam here sent me this article that Lay's potato chips is coming out with a Cool Ranch Dorito, a Funyun, and Cheetos flavored potato chips. There you go, right there. That is... (laughs) the most stupid shit I've ever seen in my life. And I tell Jim Jam this, and he says, no, Greg, it's about texture. It's about the texture. Dude, who the fuck wants a Lay's potato chip texture? Like Doritos, Cheetos, and Funyuns are about texture. They all have unique texture. Yeah. And you're just going to put that shit on a regular busted-ass potato chip and try to pass it off to something new. That's lazy, lazy shit, Frito Lay, lazy shit. Come <laughs> oh, on, man. I want to see what it's like to taste have a a regular potato chip with Cool Ranch powder on it. I, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna find them one day, and uh, I'm gonna try it. It's gonna taste like the fucking the worst Dorito you've ever ate. This Dorito don't taste the same. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to be like, man, I wish it had the texture of a fucking Dorito. Like, that's what you're going to think. I wonder why they didn't go with nacho cheese instead of went with Cool Ranch. I I mean, at this, like, I'm having a hard enough time wrapping my head around the concept, let alone why they picked what flavors they picked. Like, I'm just... Off the top of your head, what would be your favorite... uh, not no no chip like this. This is the, out of the ordinary for sure. But like one of the flavors that Lay's has come out with, like you know they have chicken and waffle ones, and uh, all kinds of different ones. I want to try the Nashville hot chicken. As long as it ain't too spicy, because I'm not a fan of spiciness. Because I don't want to sweat while I eat. I sweat enough as it is, so I don't oh, want to be eating and start sweating i like i like my food to hurt oh. well, damn it sounds like that's gonna hurt in and out <laughs> <laughs> dude but, hot uh, chicken i didn't even know hot chicken existed until i moved to tennessee and like i've just been addicted ever since i've never tried uh natural hot chicken is it yeah, very is it very spicy dude it's fucking it's death spice See, that just don't sound appealing to me at all. No, man, it's it's brutal. It's so brutal. Myself, I, mean, like, I, I want to enjoy my food. I don't want to be hurting from my food unless I, I mean, overeat. It, it depends on where you get it from, really. What about right? Hattie, so, is Hattie B's? Is it watered down? Yeah, that's, that's mediocre shit. So are you talking about Prince's? That's it right there. The original right there. That's, the That's OG, all that yeah. matters. You gotta you gotta wait in line in the hood. They've got armed security, right? Like, is there still a hood in Nashville? 
Every time I drive I, through. I think that little strip mall where uh, Prince's is, like, that's going to be the last remaining hood right off Dickerson Road there. That little, just little strip mall. Damn, it's on Dickerson Road, huh? You can get you some hot chicken and a prostitute. <laughs> yeah, so let's talk about that real quick. Which one? So, let's talk about the prostitute thing. Oh, I've, so when, when I moved here, I remember hearing all this stuff about prostitutes on Dickerson Road, right? And I told someone at work one day, I said, man, look, I'm up and down Dickerson Road all day, like driving to work and everything. I have never seen one prostitute. All I see is these like scary crackhead looking chicks with no teeth. And they said, great, those are the prostitutes. <laughs> And I realized that pretty woman probably completely ruined me about what I think a prostitute is. So your expectations are like top level tier, like uh, like Las Vegas prostitutes. You know, I had the image. They like have the little dress on. They come up to the car. They're like, hey, baby, what you doing tonight? They will do this too, but they will come up looking like an 80-year-old woman that got her fucking mouth punched. <laughs> And well, she's really she's really 25 years old, but she just looks like she's 80 because the meth has completely ate her from the inside out. I, I only got approached once in my car. and Was it terrible? The, well, so I, I had my son in the back seat, and at oh, the time wow. I had a pig. I had a little, little pot-bellied pig, and the <laughs> pig was in the passenger seat. Wow, I probably, okay. I'm hoping your son was just too young to ride in the front. Right, he was in a, a child seat. Okay, okay. Yeah. The pig didn't get, like, you know, the privilege over him, no. <laughs> so, I pulled in, We, I forget what, I got lost or something. I pulled into a, a subway, again, right off Dickerson, and this, this woman came up to the car, and I just, I knew what was happening at that point, because I'd already had the conversation, and I just looked at her, and I said, how much for the pig? <laughs> And that was it for the conversation. She said, like, what the fuck or something? And she just like, I was gone. So, I mean, it, it seems <laughs> like... She the, look, what'd she look like? I mean, let's just say if it had went down, the pig probably wouldn't have been happy about it. Damn, even the pig would have got pissed? Pig, pig Damn. Even the pig has higher standards than a meth head. <laughs> Dude, it was a pretty pig. She was a pretty pig. Damn. Well, here's a story for you. So I'm on the way uh, home and I get a call from my wife and my kids are in the car and they're all three laughing their asses off. So apparently there was a high, well, we can't say high speed chase, but there was a a cop chase, I guess you'd say. Uh, some guy on a motorcycle, a low rider, like, it looked like one of them choppers, I guess is what they were saying. He had like a half helmet on or whatever. He was going the speed limit, but he had six cops following him. And okay. they said they turned into a, a this uh, apartment complex right up the road from us, and they blocked the in, the the way to get out. So he drove through the grass. So he obviously knew that he was being chased. Yeah. <laughs> so they, uh, my son didn't see this. So he told my wife. He said, "Turn around. I want to see this." They turn around. And then they see the the cops have him 
inbox between their cars, and he's just cruising down the street going 40 miles an hour. Not trying to get away. He's just cruising. <laughs> and she said it looked like he was getting an escort. Yeah. <laughs> he's just cruising away, not speeding at all. I guess there's one thing they can uh, say that uh, he wasn't speeding. They can get him for evading arrest or whatever, but I wonder what he was uh, not pulling over for. I mean, yeah. I mean, he obviously knew he was going to uh, fight any uh, speeding charge they were going to drop on him on top of everything. Soon as thing, he walks in the court and said, I was not speeding. Yeah. Ain't get me for that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I wish I would have saw that. I wish they would have took a picture because... That would have been truly epic right there. A low-speed chase. Yeah, on motorcycle even. Wonder, I wonder how long he was able to uh, evade them. Also, all one of the cops had to do was open their door and hit, just, boom, be done. That'd be it. Yeah, they could just reach out their window and hit his kill switch. <laughs> Boop! Yeah. You but know, yeah. They, they must not have had anything better to do. They were just going to play play that one out it's manchester police they were probably excited as fuck they's like man they probably sit they was probably recording this shit sending it to their families laughing their asses off <laughs> but they were having a blast but uh yeah so that that was pretty uh interesting i wish like i said i wish i would have got to witness that because i would have definitely been recording that for sure yeah and uh world star <laughs> But uh, I hope he got away. I'm sure it'll be on the on uh, something. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna see if scroll through Facebook and see if any people around me has posted anything about it yet. Um, because surely there was people. Just oh, I did come across this awesome picture. Oh yeah, yeah. That's uh. Sorry, it's getting getting dark in here. So that's uh, my dad in 1975. No, Greg, be, tell the truth. You're a time traveler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of scary. Guess, yeah. uh, that's crazy, though. Y'all y'all look like y'all could be twins, though. Yeah, there's no... He can't deny it. I mean... <laughs> You know, <laughs> you you come out and he's like, well, "Fuck, yeah." Guess I can't deny this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <clears throat> he hasn't denied it for forty years, so you know, I guess he's okay with it. I guess he's grown attached to you over these forty years, or however. Maybe, yeah. I, look, I tested that a few times for sure. <laughs> I'm sure um, all kids test. Yeah. They test quite a bit, and my my two. My daughter more so. She is a, a wild one. She's a cosplayer, so that might say something about it. Um. But uh, so uh, so you uh, said you wasn't working on too much right now, just chilling. Yeah, I mean, I I play around with stuff every day and try to, you know, get some ideas and um, you know, musically, if I'm playing around and anything kind of sounds cool i'll lay it down and get back to it later and um you know just trying not to force anything right now i don't have anything uh like musically really in the works right now so just kind of taking it easy for a minute 
Hell yeah, that's always good. Hell, unfortunately, uh, I'm uh, working 612s. Terrible. Hmm. Yeah, the uh, day job is has been uh, it's been busy. Been been doing lots of that work, but you know, it's cool. I enjoy it. Yeah. Um. Well, I wish I could say I enjoy my job, but <laughs> twelve hours is hard to enjoy anything. But uh, hey, Johnny sent me a trailer. He's probably gonna kill me for talking about this on here, but it will. It's called Lamb. So apparently, the, I'll have to. I'll go ahead and send you the link, and you can watch it later or something. But uh, apparently, this uh, guy is a lamb farmer, and you know, he, I guess he got lonely one night, if you know what I mean. Well, this lamb ends up having a fucking half human, half lamb kid. So uh, yeah, that's that's me sending the trailer. <laughs> but uh how do you think that movie would turn out it looks like a high production movie someone was high when they <laughs> come up with this concept obviously <laughs> or someone has a fantasy of fucking a sheep i mean dude who even knows anymore it, it could be horrible and it could be you know movie of the year i gave up trying to figure it out Ooh, let's see uh so, uh, I don't know, was we recording when we talked about this? The vampire Jews? I don't yeah, think yeah, yeah. You, you talked about being high and sending me the text. So, <laughs> yeah, I, the idea. I, I don't know what I was watching that sparked this, but vampire Jews. Oh, my wife kind of, I think they got kind of offended because I, they was watching some show and, uh, it was vampires, I believe, and the whole uh, compound or whatever where the vampires were or whatever it was, uh, someone blew it up, and I was like, that looks like a concentration camp. <laughs> well, remember, though, like I said, that's that's uh, that's an old myth, too. You know, like, that's, that's not a idea that hasn't been discussed so, before in very anti-semitic circles <laughs> yeah so uh yeah i'm sure people would frown upon that but i was and my wife kind of looked at me like uh that's kind of fucked up and i'm like well, just what it reminded me of no big deal <laughs> yeah I, I don't think i just don't think you're allowed to make any movies like that for at least the next 10 years or until everyone grows up and calms down but that's been a long time ago so it should be okay Look, man, I, I'm i so confused about the state of the movie world today. I watched um, Fear Street, you know, on Netflix because everyone's jogging. Yeah, man, man, yeah. Uh, I saw a scene from that, from the 1666 one, and I don't think uh, R.L. Stein wrote a lesbian story, did he? I have, I have no idea. I didn't even watch the last one. But look, maybe I'm getting old, right? Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is, but I, I'm struggling with this. Maybe you can help me out. I think back on Friday the 13th, right? How much I love those movies and how much sex was a part of those movies and yeah. boobs. There's boobs all over those movies. But it's like we knew that those people were older, right? 
Now this Fear Street, like these kids are like 14 or something and they're like graphic sex scenes. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? I don't believe R.O. Stein wrote that, did he? That's what I, I'm thinking. It's, it's supposed to, uh, oh, you know, the Fear Street was supposed to be like the teenage version for, for yeah. you know, for his, the for the people that I guess read Goosebumps and grew up. So he wanted to write stories for them, is what yeah. I because I never really read the Fear Street. I think I just went from Goosebumps and just quit quit reading altogether. But um, but yeah, I saw a scene somewhere of one of the girls going down on another girl. It was yeah. a 1666 episode or whatever. And I'm like, hmm, I don't remember this. Uh, I don't know if um, R.L. Stein would be writing about teenage girls going down on each other. Yeah, um, well, I mean, I did see somewhere where he said people that have like read the series or whatever might not enjoy the show because of how like, graphic it gets on certain things but so i wonder what what did he did he give his opinion well here's my issue with this this whole thing is that i don't i don't see anybody talking about it anywhere like everybody's just so cool with it or no one has pointed it out or like i just don't even like i don't even understand it so behind you let's take tennessee gothic for example right you got the amazing jackie kelly playing sylvia right and she's obviously over 18 and it's kind of alluded to in the movie that you know she might have escaped like a orphanage type thing right but you, you always you know watching the movie i feel like you know that she is an adult right yeah. like it's just oh, yeah. you know well, and, what gives and, me the idea she's an adult is she's showing her boobs. So, well, but then that's that's where the fear streak comes in because like these kids are like legit, like it's graphic, man. And I'm Let's like, see. those kids, there's no way those kids are 18. I'm gonna look up an age of uh, some of them just to part. Uh, which one you did you watch part one or part two? Man, I watched one and maybe half of two before I just okay. gave up on the whole thing. So we'll go. This girl was one of the girls that was going down on the other girl. Yeah, yeah. I think so. She, it's safe. She was ninety-two. Yeah, I mean, she looks she looks older in that picture. Okay, so this blonde one, I don't this. Uh, she was. She is uh, nineteen ninety eight. Yeah. Um, and then this one don't even have an age. Probably ain't got an age. I don't uh, know if I can math that right now. Yeah, I'm just ninety eight. So it's looking like they're all in the kind of. Some of them don't even have ages on their IMDb's. What the hell? Here I'm gonna add that up real quick. 23 23 huh so you know you know uh i kind of figure you know more than likely the parents of a, an actual underage person would not allow their kid to be in a a graphic sex scene and i would but, hope the directors wouldn't try to get a actual underage person to do that okay but 
Netflix just got in trouble not too long ago. Our, what was that movie? For, I, don't, I don't remember what the show was called. Was it a horror? It was a horror story, wasn't it? No, nah, it was like a dance show or something about dancing. Oh, and they, okay. they were sexualizing underage girls or is what is what they were accused of. I don't know. I didn't watch the show, right? But I know they lost a ton of uh you know subscriptions due to it. So I I don't know, man. Like and like I said, maybe it's just me getting old. You know, I just well, thought I just thought it was I thought it was gratuitous. Like I just thought it was and and that's part of it too, is that it didn't really need to be in the show. Like it didn't I don't feel like it advanced the story at all. Um, it really don't. That's why I like that, which I haven't seen the 1666 one or whatever, but I saw that scene and I don't know what led to it or what, but I don't see how that girl going down on the other girl. I don't I'd have to watch the whole show movie till I can get the actual. See, now boobs were important in Friday the 13th, right? They were, they were very important because always are Jason, you know, the, the counselors were having sex while he drowned or whatever. So, you know, he goes and he kills them now. Like, it makes sense. He's, well, I guess he was too young to realize, you know, he, he's probably died a virgin. So he don't know how great that would be feeling. Hmm. <laughs> I guess yeah. I would be pissed too. Like, fucker, man, I wanted to get some of that. Maybe that's another reason he was pissed. Because that dude was porking his crush. Well, I mean... You know, he obviously he had it. He had it pretty bad for his mom. He had the. He was a mama's boy. What are you saying? I'm, I'm you... saying there there might have been a little incestual lust. Huh. Same with yeah. Michael Myers. Like, I, what's especially, that whole deal? About? Especially the Rob Zombie version. Well, you know, I look. I I like them. I know you I'm look... not supposed to say that, but I like them. I did not hate his re-envisioning. I, I didn't like the last Halloween. Well, of course, you got to see Daniel Harris completely naked. You know, who's going to be mad about that? I just, you know, for some reason, I thought she had big boobs. I don't know why I ever thought that. And then I saw that movie. I'm like, she does not have big boobs at all. <laughs> Look, man, you can keep all the boobs. They don't need to be in the movie at all as long as Michael Myers is this big hulking behemoth that that does like, make it scarier though. Destroys I everything. I do think that that does make it scarier because, like the originals and stuff, um, you know, he's your average. Maybe that wouldn't because, of course, the first one is really not scary. Uh, I maybe if you're a kid, maybe, but um, but. You know, I might talk shit about the how Michael Myers or Halloween from Rob Zombie a little bit, but because I say it's the what was it? The, I call it trailer trash, Mama's boy. But well, obviously, he didn't grow up in a trailer; it was a regular house. But uh, what would you call it? Not trailer trash, but uh, white trash. There you go. The white trash, uh, Mama's boy, is what Rob Zombie painted him to be. Yeah, he he got a little weird with the second one. Yeah, and second now one went off the deep end. And now he's doing the monsters, and of course, his wife is in it as Herman Munster, because I'm sure he'll give her the starring role. 
Oh my god, that'd be fucking a great. <laughs> Have her in fucking huge ass stilts. Dude, look, what? man, I. So fun fact, I just realized like last week that she wasn't the bassist in in White Zombie. I always thought it was her. It's some Dude, other chick with blonde curly hair. Right when you said that, I started thinking. I was like, I do recall a blonde woman. So I could see why you say would think that. I always thought they were the same person. And if you ever look up her uh, IMDb credits, only movie she's ever been in is all his movies. So he, he, who, the, who would hire her? Or maybe is Rob Zombie jealous and don't want no one else directing her? Or is she a big crybaby and only Rob Zombie can handle her whiny ass? All of the above. <laughs> Because we interviewed, we interviewed Bill Mosley a while back, and he was talking about the end scene of Devil's Rejects and how she was terrified to film that scene at the end where you know it's a uh, above shot. Of course, I don't know if back then they had drones yet, so it was an actual right. helicopter, and it was scaring her, so she didn't want to do it. So they only shot for a certain amount of time. So, uh, of course, you know, Rob, he caved into his old lady. But but any movie she or any role she's ever been in, it's always the same. It feels like the same character. It's a different name. That annoying-ass baby. Right. I I recently, I I finally caved and watched... uh, Three from Hell? Three from Hell. Yeah, and uh, I mean, the best, best part of that whole movie for me is Richard Brake, right? I like that guy. Yeah, he's, he's de- oh, 31, man. He was amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. 31, was, 31 actually, was pretty cool. Me and Johnny and his brother, we actually bought tickets and went and seen that at a screening in Green Hills. And I, I was, and we got to, you know, he, so... I thought it was going to be like, it said, you know, you get to be a part of it or watch a Q&A. And I was kind of thinking, holy fuck, they're going to like Skype call fucking Rob Zombie in. But it was a pre-recorded uh, Q&A. And his, the where he come up with that, he had an idea for another movie. And he was on the phone with somebody and he told him, I bet I can come up with an idea of a movie Right, just sitting here talking to you, and I can get it made before I kill this other one. And yeah, that's what happened. So how thirty one yeah. come about? Which I really enjoyed thirty one, but three from hell. So how would that come about? I've only watched it once, and we actually somehow we managed to get Poncho Mogler. You know who he is? He's the little guy that was in thirty one. He played the okay, uh, yeah. Nazi, <clears throat> and he was also in three from hell. But uh, his his people or his manager got us a screener from Lionsgate. So <laughs> I called Johnny immediately because I didn't know how long. Because sometimes the bigger uh, movie companies, they only la- the link only lasts a certain amount of time, mm-hmm. and or it only la- uh, you can only watch it once or something. So I was afraid that was going to be the case. So I called up Johnny and said, "Man, we just got the three from Hell screener." You need to get over here right now. He said, I'm fucking drunk. I said, I'm on the way to get you. So I can't go and pick him up. And we sit while he's drunk as shit. So it probably was more enjoyable because he was drunk. But we sat in the, the old uh, studio. 
and watched Three from Hell before anybody else did. You know, a few, there was probably quite a few other people that got to see it, but mainly the general public. We saw it two days before it came out. So you were, you were some of the first people to hate it. Yeah, I was pretty upset. <laughs> but I, I don't want to shit on it too bad because I understand, you know, he had to completely train, change the script because Sid was so sick. And Sid and the script, I would just... It would be cool to be able to, like, not read, because I hate reading, but someone read it to me. <laughs> but read the script or the original script, how it was supposed to be, if Sid was uh, okay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't. that's why I said I don't really want to shit on it too bad, because, you know, I understand he had to completely rewrite it, and how are you going to... And I think they already had a little bit of Sid filmed, and that's all they could get. You know, the, the issue I have with Devil's Rejects and Free From Hell is that, let me give you a little little background. So back in the, the bootlegging movies days, someone had give me, gave me a burnt copy of uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. I had no desire to watch it because I hate Rob Zombie, right? Like his music, I can't stand it, right? It's that goth techno-y shit. I just can't do it. I was yeah. never even a white zombie fan. So it sat there collecting dust forever. And then there was a day where I was like, uh, I don't know, I had the flu or something. I just said, fuck, I'm going to throw it in. And I had to watch it in a computer. Like it was back then, right? When the the CDR, like burnt copy that would only play in a computer. And I remember about halfway through it, I stopped it. And I called one of my buddies and I said, you got to get over here and watch this movie. Like this, like it's legit amazing. And a lot of it was just like the, the art style of it. And particularly the, the scene that always sticks out is when Bill Mosley, which Otis looked a whole lot fucking cooler and scarier in House of a Thousand Corpses with the big sideburns and the hat, you know? Yeah. But the scene where he's going to shoot the sheriff and it does that really long crane shot and, and like, Rob Zombie like makes you like the anxiety yeah. waiting for that gunshot. Like you're just begging for it, you know, like, God, just pull the fucking trigger, yeah. you know? And every time you think he's going to do it, he doesn't. It just like drags out even longer until finally he shoots him. And it's like, that is just a monster scene. Like it's just legendary. Like it's amazing in filmmaking standards like how great that scene is to me i put it up there with the the long steady cam shot in goodfellas you know where they're walking through the restaurant that's one of the greatest shots in film history um you know i mean that's like kubrick level shit and then he never did anything like that again in any movie that he's done like it's like after that he just became a filmmaker just a run-of-the-mill you know like all this stuff just kind of looks the same now. Like, I don't know, man. Like, that's that's what just kills it for me. Yeah, that is... After I watched uh, House of a Thousand Corpses, I yeah, that movie... I don't know why. I, for some reason, I thought that movie never went to theaters. And apparently, we was interviewing Sid Haig, and... Uh, he said it did go to theaters, but I'm sure it was a limited uh, run. 
You know, it wasn't nothing <clears throat> big or nothing. Like, I think Devil's Rejects got more of a bigger... It seems like Devil's Reje the Devil's Rejects had a higher budget than... Oh, uh, for sure. I mean, you know, House of a Thousand Corpses, I'm sure, made plenty of money based off the budget. You know, yeah. budget comparison. And I'm sure, you know, they were ready to throw money at him to make a sequel. Um, and, uh, man, you know. they... they... So, did you like Devil's Rejects? Did you say you didn't care for it? It it, it has some qualities. You know what I mean? Like, it, it wasn't... Uh, I mean, it pales in comparison to the first one, but I don't completely hate it. Um, the whole, like, hotel uh, part of the movie where they're, like, you know, wearing people's faces and shit, like, that, that was all... That's some, like good legit horror stuff you know yeah um trying to think of like the is the one of the iconic scenes i think is the when bill mosley has the two guys at the like the old chicken farm or whatever and he was like i what was it uh there is no God but, or something like, I am the devil and I come to do the devil's work or some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I actually got him to repeat that on the podcast. Nice. Oh, so cool. And then, of Indeed. course, he, he recorded an intro cool for guy. us. We used uh, we used uh, an intro from him for the longest, for the horror mm. basement. And then he was like, lick my plate, dog, you dog dick, or whatever it was he says. Yeah, but uh, he had, he was like, "You are in the horror basement with Jim Jam and Johnny," and then he goes into that, and I was like, "Any other time, you'd have to pay a motherfucker to do that." Yeah, and I guess real. I, I guess I uh, caught him off guard, and he was just like, "So we interviewed him twice, but the second time we had like fifteen minutes, and there was a someone listening the whole time." So I'm like, and that was when they were doing press for Three from Hell. So we got uh, Bill Mo we got Bill Mosley and Poncho Moeller. Of course we're not gonna get fucking Sherry. Uh, I'm sure Rob has to be around when that happens. I don't know I don't even know if she does interviews because they probably gonna be like, Why do you suck as an actress? Well, I mean I feel like she's she's probably so much like baby in real life that <laughs> So she ain't even acting in these movies. They're probably going there. With, <laughs> he don't even write a script for her. He just says, just react to everybody else. I mean, if she's like calm and cool and laid back, then maybe she's the greatest actress of all time. I don't know. <laughs> so do you think that Bill Mosley, this uh, this series was, I know he was in, uh, was it Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2? Yeah. Do you, th do you think, you know, I'm sure that put him on the map somewhat, but I think this put him on the map for sure. Even like, oh yeah, because you know, you know, everybody knows him as Chop Top, of course. Uh, but as people don't, you know, like I didn't know him as Chop Top until I started kind of following him more after you know all the the Devil's Rejects and all that. And yeah, he's that was an iconic movie as well. Him scratching well, his fucking metal plate yeah. with the well, uh, dude. Even and even Sid, I mean, he you know he's a very like prolific actor. Oh yeah, know, he for, was in the uh, old Batman series. 
yeah, I mean, for a long time he he was doing stuff. I just rewatched uh, Bone Tomahawk last night. So is he you in know, it? He's in the beginning. Oh wow! I I have yet to see that, and I heard that movie is brutal. Yeah, dude, it's great. And then it's not even really considered a horror movie, but it people it still gets talked as like it is a horror movie. Yeah, it's it's um. Would it be more of a thriller? Would it have that feel? No, nah, I mean it's a western. It's just a straight western, just with a lot of horror. It it, it plays like a straight up western until, you know, you get into the the last part of it when when you really find out kind of what they're up against, and it, it it's a lot like um, the Thirteenth Warrior, right? That Banderas movie where he is uh, Arabic, he teams up with the Vikings. You know, it's just kind of like this adventure movie. And then you find out, like, towards the end, like, what's going on. And it gets kind of like, well, that's creepy, you know. Yeah. Because I know in there, but, like, some brutal uh, scalpings in it. Yeah. I mean, there's a there's a dude hung upside down, legs spread, chopped in half with a, you know, piece of jawbone. You don't, you don't get a whole lot more brutal than that. Damn, Patrick Wilson was in this. Yeah, oh, he's in. No, his no, I was, I was thinking Patrick Wilson is the, the guy that played uh, um, what's the dude from uh, Star Trek? Oh, Patrick Stewart. <laughs> yeah, I, I for yeah. some reason thought that. I was like, holy no. shit! Patrick David Wilson's Ar- the the Conjuring dude. Yeah, David Arquette was in it. Or Sid Haig. Uh, yeah, he's in the scene with Sid. It, like it's them in the beginning. See, I ain't seeing no one else I know of, but of course you know you got the the main. Well, Matthew Kurt. Fox, Matthew yeah. Fox is in it from Lost, and uh, like he his role is actually pretty cool in it. So, okay, I don't know why I was thinking this was a, a Quentin Tarantino movie. Does it have a feel of that at all? I there's definitely some parts. I mean, dude, it's it's a gruesome, gruesome movie. Okay, so so the same guy that made that made Brawl of Cell Block ninety nine. Did you ever see that? I did. Vince, I watched Vince it Vaughn. not too long ago. Yeah. I actually, I really like him in a serious role. Mm-hmm. He he does pretty damn good in a serious role. You yep. know, one person that don't do good in a serious role, fucking Chris Rock. God damn <laughs> fucking shit. Alright, you know, if you haven't seen Spiral yet, I'm sorry. I'm probably going to kind of... Well, not really ruin it. I'm just going to shit on Chris Rock's acting. Just, just go read my review. Yeah, yeah. It's on TNHorror.com. Um, this dude, man, when he's trying to be serious and all, like, tough, I guess, or or maybe, what is it? He finds out it's like... Oh, was it partner or a friend dies and he's walking down the hallway and he's just like his yeah he squints whenever he gets serious he squints and I'm like what the fuck are you doing dude I'm like man you've been acting for fucking years and you have not picked up on how to fucking act in a straight movie and not this you know I, I did like some of the comic relief in it that they did put in there and I one I, the one I do gotta praise of course is the man, the legend, Samuel L. Jackson. 
Yeah. He, he always he is very Samuel in it. Yeah. Oh yeah, because the you know the only did I I think I told you this, but that the only reason they made this movie is because Chris Rock wanted to be in a Saw movie. Well, I know that like there was a lot of talk about him like uh, rebooting it or something. I mean, he was executive producer on it, mm-hmm. and like I talk about in the review, I mean that like caught my attention. I was like, okay, that's interesting. And then once they say Samuel L. Jackson's going to be in it, then you're like, holy shit, this is about to be amazing, right? Yeah. Like, what are they about to do to the Saw franchise? And then they're like, yeah, we're just going to make like another movie like it's not even like kind of get on the first kill the where the dude stuck in it with his tongue man yeah i guess you can always speculate what you would do but i think i think i'll give this a turn i don't know they might be pretty tight you know but i would be (laughs) trying to unscrew it or just like "Ah, if i want to live i think i would just i can live without a tongue (laughs) what would it I want to see someone redo like just scenes from movies because it would be short films and it could be easily over with in no time. Just as, <laughs> just as soon as you're on there. Just film where everyone like gets out of the traps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, to, uh, that's, that's the whole thing. It's like maybe 10 minutes. You see the beginning of the movie and then up to that and he sees what he's got to do. He's like, got it. Whoop. <laughs> And yeah, I, no problem. I bet that motherfucker's going to be sitting there like, the fucker. He just walks then, out with fucking, you know, tongue and on. And at the but... end, they're all sitting around, like, you know, deformed, like, years later, like, sharing stories and coffee, and, you know, they got some baked goods out. <laughs> you got that one guy, he can't do nothing because he's missing all his fingers. Yeah. Yeah. Tobin Bell comes in. He's like, really, guys? Really? <laughs> God. Not, not just... one of you. Y'all just didn't give a fuck. It was like, fuck that. We wanted to live. <laughs> now we all, we ain't got, motherfucker, we all on disability. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, thanks. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm on disability, motherfucker. I ain't got to work. This motherfucker over here like this. Dude, I had to carve his eye out to get the key, you know, to unlock himself. Like, just plop it right out, you know? pop it out and like i couldn't see out of it anyways yeah well yeah dude how are you going like if someone wedged a key behind your eye they probably did enough damage that that eye is fucked anyway right? <laughs> or be like jokes on you i got coming that eye <laughs> yeah yeah i mean you might as well just just pop it out oh man that I wish I had money just to make stupid shit like that. And, you know, if you had a bunch of money, you could make it look just like the scene and actually oh, yeah. hire hire the same actor that was in it and do it just like how we're talking, like, just... Yeah. <laughs> I bet it would get fucking tons of views. Dude, it'd be the best Saw movie there is. Like, everybody would love it. <laughs> it's like the Saw you really wanted to see. I'm not, then... not going to be there when you reenact the... Uh dirty needle scene though because that's to me that is the the most like heinous thing in any saw movie is when she falls into that pit of all the dirty syringes and it's got like go through and look for the key and she's got them like sticking in her arm and oh yeah so in that in that one part where you, you know you see like they kind of do a little homage to the i think the first one where you have the hacksaw 
right beside him. Yeah. And they I, he, they was playing like he was going to about to cut his arm off or something. And then he really he just looks over and says, oh, okay. And he just pulls the key yeah. to him. And I was like, man, that's pretty cool that they actually, you know, kind of threw it back. But, man, all right, we'll get off that. Uh, we we got to talk about some good sequel reboots coming up, though. Because did you watch the Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer that just yes. released? Dude. Oh, dude, the ending of that trailer, when you hear dude. Dan Aykroyd's voice, I'm like, oh, that was like orgasm to my ears. That's the, eargasm. It, it looks so good, man. Like, that's the Ghostbusters sequel we always wanted. Like, I don't care about them handing it off to, like, a younger generation. I like that Finn Wolf, Wolf, Wolfhard, Wolfgard. The kid from Stranger Things and yeah. it, I like him. Um, you know, I, I like Paul Rudd. Oh yeah, Paul Rudd is fucking amazing, funny. Yeah. Just... Did you did you catch all the like little hints at stuff though, like the the terror dog and uh, Gozer? There's like a statue of Gozer that yeah. they kind of flash real quick. Like, dude, it's gonna be dope. When does it come out? November, right? I'm looking. I guess I can easily look it up, huh? I need a Jamie for my podcast, like Joe Rogan has. I guess I got to I got to build it up first, and then it'll be my full time job or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I'm I'm super. I mean, me and my son, we're both you know huge Ghostbuster fans. We've been oh, excited about this for a while, but it says expected November 11th. So. Oh, yeah. They must know something, because, you know, well, I know. It's already been pushed back a couple times, I think. Damn it, they better not. If they think that shit's going to shut down again, God forbid that happen, or whatever. But, uh, go ahead and put this some bitch out. Get it out before they actually, we're going to shut down on this date, and they go ahead and put it out this date. Right. Well, let, let us watch this motherfucker in theaters, damn it. <laughs> right. Yeah, I need it in IMAX. Oh man! What hey, about man. um? What about the new Chucky series? Yeah, what would you think about that trailer? I have not watched that trailer yet. Dude, it looks is, great. Is it actually the the regular Chucky doll and not the fucking remake Chucky? And I so, think old Dorf is playing the voice again, ain't he? Yeah. So oh, I yeah. I didn't hate the remake. I actually liked the remake, which I'm shocked to be saying but it was actually pretty good but um it is it's og chucky um totally has like the the original child's play vibes like it looks like they knocked it out of the park so what channel is it coming on or service <laughs> you want to yeah, say that's that's some kind of exclusive to somewhere isn't it yeah something well, i don't have oh i'm sure you don't have it but uh if not, maybe somebody you know will have it. And hey, let me get that password, yo. It's going to be on Sci-Fi and the USA Network starting October 12th. Fuck. USA Network. I didn't even know that was still a thing. Yeah, they Monday Night Raw comes on that. Um, <laughs> which I don't watch it because Monday Night Raw is fucking garbage. Um, so it's not... Well, I guess... I guess they can get away with blood because Chucky never really had nothing typical in horror, just maybe blood and scariness. So I guess it can be because 
Hell, like if you remember on FX when it had Nip Tuck on there, and they was pretty much showing fucking softcore porn on it. So they could probably get away with some bloody scenes and stuff. I feel like they've they've lightened up a little bit on. I mean, I've definitely seen some stuff on network TV. You know, I think we can probably thank Family Guy. Family Guy has gotten away with enough stuff and uh, not had Fox completely sued to the ground and shut down that maybe everyone realized they can they can push it a little bit yeah i'll I'll check that trailer out as soon as i get off here yeah i haven't even what else is coming out uh well halloween kills did did you see the trailer that pretty much showed everything for it? it it didn't do anything to speaking of halloween kills uh well, not speaking, but what was you saying about the Friday the 13th? The lawsuit, the um, the, the big lawsuit uh, that was going on, I, I guess, between, um, I don't even remember the details. I'm not even going to sit here and act like I know the details of it, but I know there was a big lawsuit that was preventing anything moving forward with the franchise, and I, I saw a couple days ago that apparently that's been resolved. And I saw that because Corey Feldman, of all people, wants to reboot it, I guess, with a Tommy Jarvis versus Jason movie. Is he going to sing in the movie? We can only hope. So has his, was it Angels? Is that, the that Angels. He, yeah. That was I actually amazing. reached, you know, I reached out to him to try to get him on the podcast. Of course, nothing ever happened. Dude, no? I don't. I don't know if I would want to. I'm afraid how weird he would be. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, especially after uh, he brought out that uh, whole uh, documentary about him getting molested or whatever. He didn't do a great job of exposing the uh, the Hollywood pedophile ring. He didn't say no names, did he? I, I think. Uh, I mean, I don't think he named any that we didn't already know. You know, but didn't he say something about Charlie Sheen did something? Oh, that yeah, 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 yeah. Charlie Sheen had raped him, and which I mean, I don't think I I would be surprised. Uh, <laughs> you think he was on some of that Tiger's blood? Oh man, I was thinking about that whole moment not too long ago. Like, what a what a moment that was when Charlie Sheen like really flipped his shit yeah you know i even had i had a tiger blood t-shirt like i was i was into that meltdown i was like watching it fucking dude oh man fucking beating up a whore of prostitutes snorting mm -hmm. cocaine winning winning remember that (laughs) i do i still use that all the time i'll say that shit all the time winning that was yeah I never knew someone's meltdown could be so uh, entertaining. That was, uh, there's probably some meth or something involved with that. Definitely some cocaine. Yeah. I'm sure. I think he was snorting cocaine off strippers' asses, right? Well, I mean, I guess if, 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 Hunter, if Hunter Biden can do it, why not Charlie Sheen, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why, why was that such a big deal? Just let Hunter Biden snort cocaine off of women. 
Let's, let's, I mean, let's let old Sleepy Joe. Maybe he'll wake the fuck up. Oh man, I'm I'm not even I'm oh, not no. even I'm not even getting into this rabbit hole. <laughs> oh no, I'm not gonna go no further. But man, I just you know the whole thing of him tripping up steps. I can't yeah. say much about that because I've got a funny tale. So we just get to uh, Full Moon Tattoo and Horror Festival. This was about. Three years ago, maybe. So I go down and talk to Ben Dixon, the guy that runs it. And uh, I'm coming back up the steps to let Johnny know where we need to go and everything. And I'm running up the steps and I fucking trip up the step. I did a Joe Biden before Joe Biden did it. (laughs) Which I'm sure there's plenty of people that tripped up the steps. But I'm like, oh shit, catch myself. And then I I heard someone say, (laughs) I saw that. And I was like, this motherfucker laughing at me. I look up and guess who it was saying this to me? Who's that? D. Wallace. Nice. D. Wallace <laughs> witnessed me tripping up some steps. I was like, man, that's pretty pretty good uh, story to tell. Hey, going yeah. back to, which uh, unfortunately I hit space bar and stopped recording. You didn't hear this. But we was talking about Kane Hodder. And... Um, we, I guess we said something about uh, Kane. Uh, do you, would he do another uh, Friday the 13th movie? Um, oh, I lost train of thought there. Where was I going yeah, well, because I, I had asked him years years and yeah. years ago. Um, you know, and at the, at that time, he said, he, he, he you know, without a doubt, he would love to. But I, I guess I wonder now, you know, because he's moved on to so many other things. Um. You know, I mean, he still seems to embrace that role, though. Whereas, you know, like I was starting to tell you, um, Gunnar Hansen, um, I had always heard that he hated talking about Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And he, he would like, because of course, you know, the dudes heard every compliment or comment you can imagine, right? So someone told me at this convention, they said, talk to him about fishing. I said, okay, because I like fishing, right? So I went up to his table and I said, uh, you know, something like, how's the fishing been lately? And that dude lit up. He was like, well, I actually just did this like salmon fishing trip. And like, dude, he was like, I mean, he just sat there just telling me all about like his recent fishing adventures, you know, and it was like the coolest thing ever to have a conversation like that with Gunnar Hansen. But yeah. yeah, it's kind of hard to, you know, you have to really research it if you would want to do an interview with someone and talk about stuff that they normally don't get asked about. Because mm-hmm. we, we made the mistake of asking Sid all your typical questions, you know, mainly all about Devil's Rejects and whatnot. Yeah. But then I heard another show, someone interviewed him and they talked about him on the Batman show and all his stuff from back in the day and he was just you know having a field day with that but when we interviewed him it was just like your typical interview just like just going going with the flow or whatever answering the question and not really getting in like like you didn't want to be there which is understandable you know it's like like you said it's a like beating a dead horse um and uh you know that was 
unfortunately we will never get to do that interview again so uh but i'm happy we got to though i mean uh, but it's also hard when you're trying to you know meet like the the demographic that you're trying to reach out to you know like you're a, a horror site so obviously you want to talk about you know horror projects that a person has coming up or whatever but um yeah i mean interviews are always i always try to make them uh at least throw in a couple really off the wall questions the end of the wells is the uh the facebook page that i do the metal reviews for and um eric the guy that runs it he recently interviewed uh uh Stevie, uh, I'm gonna mess up his last name. Boisier, Bozier, I think, uh, uh, the oh. lead singer of In Fury. Okay. And Eric asked me. He said, "What is there any questions you want to ask him?" And I said, "Yeah, ask him." And it was a Pokemon question because I know that he's like really big into Pokemon and uh, you know magic and uh, you know Full Metal Alchemist, all that stuff, right? And uh, his answer like is you, you could just read it in the response that he was like stoked that he got a pokemon question you know Hell yeah so um you know speaking of first interviews one of my first celebrity interviews was uh in-person interview was uh, adam green dude i got it on a youtube channel and it is so fucking awkward and it was really you know i've I've, all, I've seen a lot of his movies that then and didn't realize kind of this was him. But I kind of, after meeting him, and dude is a super nice guy, man. The nicest guy you'll ever meet. He just wished you a happy birthday, right? Man, talk about fucking epic right there. But yeah. <laughs> even though he didn't get my birthday the right because Johnny sent the wrong date. You know. But anyways, um... But that's how, you know, he, he told me uh, about, he started talking about his show, Holliston, and that's how I, you know, found that show, which I have both seasons on Blu-ray signed, because I ordered them from his website, but, uh, and I With guess. With Odorous Urungus. Yes, and I don't know, they're wanting to try to get a third season with uh, um, Shudder, so what they're wanting the people to do is to just watch the shit out of holliston on shutter and maybe shutter will finance the uh third season of it but i'm not sure how they will go about doing it since uh um what's his name passed away dave brocky yeah yep. dave brocky since he passed away um but what was funny during that interview you can hear it but so, what was weird we interviewed uh um caroline williams uh, if you don't know who that is, she played Stretch in Part 2, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, she said that she couldn't be videoed for some reason. but So I had to set the phone down and just, you know, it was just an audio interview. But yeah, for some reason she couldn't do video interview. Maybe she just didn't want to be, uh, maybe she felt like she wasn't prettied up or dolled up. If you follow her on Instagram, you you see that she don't give a fuck. The woman is what in her fifties and she's pretty much posting nudes. But anyways, you can actually buy, like if you go to her table, she will sign a, a picture that she has on the table of her naked. Well, 
But yeah, but yeah, she wouldn't let us do a video interview. <laughs> but anyways, so when I was filming or we was doing the interview with Adam, um, she starts singing behind me, and she put on a which she had clothes on, but she put on a a big uh, uh, what's them called them jackets, the big long ones, trench coat. Yeah, yeah. She put that on and she started doing that like she was, you know, flashing people. Kane Hodder is on the other side of Adam screaming at Caroline, Won't you shut the fuck up? Can't you see they're doing a fucking interview? <laughs> and she just kept on singing. It was, and I'm over here trying to keep a straight face and I'm laughing. But, oh man, it was, uh, yeah, it was pretty fucking awesome. But, uh, Going back to the birthday thing that Johnny did, he ca- he was telling me a week ahead that you, you're you're never gonna guess what what you know I got you for your birthday. I never would have guessed. <laughs> that was yeah, pretty crazy because when it popped up, I could see it was a cameo. And then when it started, I was like, "What the fuck?" Which yeah. you can go back to the episode of that uh, on YouTube and watch my uh, first reaction to this. It's uh, pretty damn awesome. But, um, yeah, so. It was really cool, too, because, um, you know, I was paying a lot of attention to the background, and he has, like, that full life-size Victor Crowley in the background. Like, I don't know if it was, like, a studio workspace or whatever, but there was some cool stuff going on in the background behind him. Oh, that's Aeriscope, uh Aeriscope or whatever. That's where he records a podcast and they got a edit suite and all that in there. But uh, apparently when, before the pandemic you can pay like 300 bucks and you can go there and take it and they'll give you a tour of it. Oh, cool. Or something. But, uh, oh yeah, man. Hell, ever since I seen um, the first Hatchet, dude, I fell in love with that series. It's like one of my all-time favorite uh, horror comedies. Of course, yep. I don't think anything will top this, though. I'll let you have it. Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Man. I mean, for me, it's always going to be Army of Darkness. As far as full-blown horror comedy, right? I mean, Evil Dead 2 is is there, too. But Army of Darkness was just such a funny movie. And just, I love that movie. We can't forget about uh, a horror sex comedy, though. <laughs> I mean, that's up there, you know, but I, I can't, uh, I can't. Look, if I sat here in this podcast and I said Tennessee Gothic was better than Army of Darkness, oh, well, Jeff you know, Redding himself would punch me the next time he saw me. He probably like, you fucking liar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know what's... so fast on that. You know, this is how we initially met is because uh, Isaac Thorne reviewed the movie for you, uh, mm-hmm. for you, uh, whatever. And uh, I don't, we then we met in person at the uh, Rocky, the Rocky Top Horror Show, which it's up there. You can't see it right there. Rocky Top Horror oh. Show, which yep. uh, Corey Jordan and uh, what the fuck is his name? What's the dude's name? The indie indie horror, old uh, Donald. Uh, I about said old guy, <laughs> Donald Farmer. Farmer, but, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, they put that on, uh, and it was here in Manchester, Tennessee. It was for, let's see, 
five hours, I think. Yeah, that no, was a great was time. November 16th, I think it was, was it 2019? Or 2018? Right. One of them two. But yeah, that's where we uh, actually met y'all in person. And um, yeah, and what's cool is if you, right here, the their uh, logo for Tennessee Gothic is uh, quite similar to the logo right for, for Tennessee Horror, yep. The bat wings. So yep, I've definitely I've definitely noticed it. It's pretty cool how you know uh, they have that kind of common. Of course. We're both, uh, we're all really, all of us are from Tennessee, so, well, live in Tennessee. You're not, you're yeah. not from Tennessee, right? No, I'm from Indiana. Okay. Who so is so, so is that why, are you close to where Mothman happened? Is that why you're big into that, or just? No, that no, no, that, that was all West Virginia. Oh, so that's pretty good ways away. See how so, good I'm uh, at geography. But look, you're going to have to have me back late september because uh, i'm gonna spend a week in september yeah, you're going on a fishing trip right well it's part fishing part trying to get abducted by mothman or by an alien whatever's going to take us please if you see something try to be calm and hold the camera <laughs> steady look <laughs> i know i know i know but look so last time I had a, a sighting, right? I thought, boom, I got this, right? Pulled out the phone, got the video. I'm sitting there. And right when it's all over and said and done with, realized I never hit record. So, <laughs> okay. So this, it happened. It, this, it would, you would call in the uh, cryptid world as the same as in the hunting world as deer fever or buck fever. Mm -hmm. uh, if I would call this hey, Bigfoot, by the way, um, Bigfoot fever or cryptid fever, you see this and you start, you get your phone out and you're, yeah, you, you see that? Like, calm down, please. You are <laughs> seeing something that is the hide and seek champion. Well, we're all going to be wearing GoPros the whole time we're out. Okay. Um, we're, we're taking some equipment. To, take a, to take, a to... take a tripod. <laughs> Set that camera down and hit record and step back. Like, see, it's right there. It's right there. Yeah. It's right there. Look, no man, we're shaking. Going to, we're going to try. We're going to try our hardest to get some. I want you to go out, fork out the money, and rent you a damn red camera, 8K. <laughs> I, I want to see hair follicles on this motherfucker. You want me to go ahead and just like get a whole like steady cam system too? Like, how am I? How am I going to reel in a catfish? I got this huge get-up on. <laughs> yeah, that would be funny as hell. Yeah. Someone out there with an expensive-ass 8K camera, and they're like, see, there he is right there, and you can see hair follicles on that motherfucker. <laughs> look, man, I see some red glowing eyes. I, I Look, I want to sit here and act all tough in the comfort of my living room oh. and tell you that. You know, but, you know, out in a boat in the dark, everything's scary. <laughs> yeah, your mind will try to play tricks on you, of course, and you will be hearing shit that's really not there, or it might be really there. Um, you know, I, I'm not, I've never been afraid to admit this. I do not fuck around with swimming in lakes or rivers. 
Uh, I will if it's clear and I can see the bottom and it's a sand bottom. Uh huh. Not gonna be swimming in nothing that where I'm walking. I'm gonna step over logs or rocks because there's stuff that can take your fucking toes off that live that stay underneath those rocks. Yeah. I would like to keep my toes and all my digits. Well, I'm gonna try not to think about that when I go swimming in the lake tomorrow. But um. Well, I don't swim in lakes. Like uh, we will rent a boat and I, everybody else will jump out of the boat and I will sit there in the captain's chair and. Watch them swim. I'm not. I swear, <laughs> I'm not doing it. I can't do it. I just. I swear to God, I'll be like a uh, Jesus. I'll be walking on water. Something so, touches so me. So, primarily, you're afraid of snapping turtles. Anything in there that has a mouth and teeth. <laughs> Dude, I don't snapping wanna, turtles. Yeah. Oh, they know. Yeah. Oh, take. Clean off. Be gone. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like my digits. Damn it! I like to have my hands. Uh, you know, from solo nights, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that took me a minute there. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, um, like the ocean, I will to a certain, there was one time when I was a kid, I was in the ocean and me and my dad, he was on a float or a, something like that, but we was walking and all of a sudden I go, Roop! I'm like, all right. I instantly, I jumped up and got the fuck out there. I'm like. Yeah, it wasn't normal. So, Dude, every, everything in the ocean can kill you, though. So, yeah, I don't know why it is, but I'm more comfortable in the ocean. But a lot of the time, the oceans I swim in, you can see the bottom. Well, and I usually yeah. don't go past my waist. You can just see death coming is, is all you're doing. True. I, I think I prefer the out of sight, out of mind. Because, you know, the, them sharks can swim a lot faster than you can run out that water. Yeah. So I recently That's... saw where two uh, bull sharks made it all the way to St. Louis. Did someone get eaten? I don't, I don't think anyone got attacked, but uh, that, oh. that's a scary enough thought. This is a good time to end. This is a good way to end this uh, episode. So I recently got a screener. I was listening to uh, Adam Green's podcast, Adam and Joe Lynch's podcast, uh, Movie Crypt, and they had a guy, and I can't remember his name, but he, I'll tell you his name, but he directed the movie uh, Great White. Have you heard of this movie? I, I want to say you sent me something about it, and I think I said, it was really good when it was called Jaws. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. my response. Okay, his name is Martin Wilson. He's the guy that directed it. So this is, a, I think it was Australian, maybe. It was, if I, where is it? Uh, Australia, yeah. Um, so in this interview on the podcast they did, they was he was saying that they had an actual, kind of like Bruce, you know, they had an actual fake shark. Yeah, I don't. I'm gonna have to rewatch the movie to because I think I might have been high when I watched it. When I get high, I'm very critical of movies. Like I see more detail than I normally do. Oh God, man he he did mention that there is CGI in the movie because I understand you have to use CGI because you know, I guess you don't have to. They didn't use CGI in fucking Jaws, but um, and that was a fucking epic movie. Mm-hmm. But they use CGI. They used the puppet or whatever you call 
uh, I guess, a practical shark. And then, you know, they use stock footage of, uh, like, shark videos. Well, one scene, um, that's one of them planes that has the pontoons on the bottom. They can land in water. All right, well, they're sitting there, and this fucking shark comes out, kind of like the, what, what was, uh, was it a plane or a helicopter in Jaws that had the pontoons on it? I think it was a helicopter, wasn't it? In that one where the shark come up and bit it. Right. Did the same thing in this, but <clears throat> unfortunately it was not Bruce or a, a practical shark. Man. Just ruined it for you? Dude, they just fucking stabbed a fucking needle in my balloon. Just let all the <laughs> air out of me. When this motherfucker come out and bit onto the side of that pontoon, it looked like something off of a PS3. You know how ballsy of a filmmaker you have to be to say, I'm going to make a great white shark movie? Or, or, like, why would you even try it? If you do try it, you can't have... And you obviously watched this motherfucker before you finalized it and sent it out to be watched by the people. I'm no... I'm nobody. I watch movies, of course. You know, I've seen Jaws and all that. But I know when I see some shitty CGI. And God fucking damn it. This was the shittiest CGI I've ever seen in my life. And that I mean, one... you, can, you can get by with it if you're doing like Sharknado or something. like. But this is supposed to be a serious movie. You... Yeah. God. Oh my God. <laughs> I, wanted to, I wanted so bad to like this movie. And fucking did he fucking just stab me in the side. Just like, motherfucker, why? Why? You didn't have to do that. So did it eat the helicopter? Did some, Did it like... It was an airplane, cool? but... the Yeah, the, the plane did uh, sink. But... Fuck. Man, I really wanted to like this movie <laughs> so much. I'm dreading... Because I still have to write a review about it. And I... It's so bad, I don't even... I just wanted to like... If the people that sent me it get mad because I didn't write a review, I'm I'm probably gonna email back. You probably don't want me to write a review. <laughs> Look, you, you got to keep them honest, man. Like Chris Rock might hate me, but you got to keep them honest. Oh uh, yeah, I'm a I'm gonna try to get to it tomorrow night. But anyways, I guess uh, you know I, that's my opinion. If you want to see this movie, you already heard. Don't expect great uh, CGI. Uh, it's already out. You can find it wherever. Uh, maybe bootleg it. <laughs> Go on LimeWire and download it if that's still a thing. Or Morpheus, remember that one? I, I the, is there any of them anymore? There was Pirate oh, no. Bay was like the last one I thought, but I don't even know if they're still around. No, no, the last one I used was LimeWire. Yeah, that was just cancer for your computer. Yeah, yeah. But uh, anyways, uh, so uh, yeah, seek that out if you want to check that out. Um, just like the another bad movie, you know. <clears throat> real quick before we go, Forty Seven Meters Down. Uh, yeah. I'm a I'm a, a Mandy Moore fan, you know, and I was happy to see her in a shark movie, and that shark movie really, uh, especially the scene where I don't know if I can't remember if it was Mandy or no, I think it was, but. They swim out, they see a flashlight, and she swims out to this, like, it's just like a little piece of rock that's in the middle of the bottom of the ocean, 
And just so happened, one of the guys that was coming to rescue him gets killed, and it's an arm and a flashlight. But she gets out there and gets the flashlight, and then she gets back, and then she something like moves around, and she starts spinning in circles. And it's just pitch black all the way around, up, down, left, right. I'm like, there's nothing under you. There's nothing on the sides of you, and, you know, you don't know where you're at. You could be upside, I don't know, could you think you could feel that you're upside down if you're that deep? I I have no idea. I think you I might have no be idea what that feels like. When you go swimming, once you swim down to the bottom and just get disoriented a little bit, no, Not you might brave. drown. Don't do not do that. If you do do that... <laughs> Well, it would kind of tell you where it's at. Just tie a rope to you, but no, never mind. Don't do that. That's a bad idea. But yeah, I was thinking, I'm like, that is true anxiety right there, man. Know that she's just sitting there, and anything can come from underneath. That's how great whites like to attack, is underneath you. Dude, okay, this is where I was getting at with this. The second one that come out that was 47 meters down, uncaged or whatever. Yeah. Motherfucking garbage ass CGI sharks. <laughs> Man, I wanted to. I got went into that movie wanting to love it. Then Sylvester Stallone's daughter's in it. Mm. But, well, well, look, look. Before we go, can I can I end this on a positive note for something cool? Please, please. Because it just got announced today jeff wedding just posted it on his facebook uh the movie dementor okay by a guy named chad uh uh kinkle starring katie grishong who produced tennessee gothic this movie is amazing it is getting released on arrow video which is like the most badass you know i actually um, think i have this blu-ray I think we bought it from Full Moon. My it's gonna, did. it's gonna come with uh, Chad's first movie, Jug Face, too. Did you watch Jug Face? No, I don't think. I, uh, I don't know. It, I don't it think was pretty, so. It was pretty cool. Jeff was the uh, uh, director of photography on it, so okay. you know. But um, dude, it's it's cool, man. And to, to be getting released on Arrow, of course, is always a big deal. So check it out. Hell it yeah. gets it gets the approval, unlike Spiral. Hey, you know. Well, anyways, got to end it there because I need to go and me, get me ready. Some more. You got to squint for getting serious, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm about to look like in about ten minutes when I go downstairs. <laughs> I will send right you on, a, man. Thanks. I I'll send a video to you of me if I come up with some crazy shit. I'll do a video to you of me high out of my mind on Delta 8 CBD. <laughs> uh, I look forward to it, man. Thanks for having me again. Oh, man, hell, we can do this all the time if you want, man. Well, we'll yeah. definitely do it when I get back from West Virginia because I got to report oh. in my findings. Man, I hope you get some fucking good video. I'm going to be I'll angry. Exclusive. I'm going to be angry if you give me a video and you... It's Bigfoot! I'm Just, in a boat, I want... so... I'm probably going to drop it in the river, you know, the camera. 
hey, tie something to that damn phone. Get you one of them cases. <laughs> get you one of them phone cases that's got a little clip on it, and then tie it to the boat. But then... <laughs> good idea. Yeah. That is a good idea. Yeah. Hell yeah. No, You're welcome. And uh, I'm going to be angry at you. If you send me a motherfucking video... See the see the Bigfoot? I'm like, oh, <laughs> like zoomed in, like real grainy, like pixelated yeah. like crazy. I'm like, no, all I see is nothing. But yeah, hell yeah, man, that was fun. Uh, sorry, I, I accidentally hit the space bar and killed off, which it was no big deal. I don't think we, I think we just shit on some actors. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably for the best, right? Oh yeah, but um, yeah, uh. Be sure to you could go and uh, actually you can go buy Tennessee Gothic uh, and uh, check out Dementor at Arrow, and uh, you can get another movie. Uh, was it? Would you call it? Was Jug Face? Jug Face. There you go. Yep. But uh, send me some links if you want me to put any links in this, and I will uh, put them uh, in the description below, y'all. So, uh, hell yeah. Talk to y'all later. Horror news, it's just a demon booth Where a demon portal goes, Belgium game has a show Bigfoot, Sasquatch, 